Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Baruch Um We have a very interesting uh, few lines in the Gra today. Somewhat sensitive. The Gra just said that the importance of uh, reprimanding a child and the Gra in fact said one should um, on Shabbos the Gra said uh, to spend time on Shabbos, Kodesh Kadashim, only to be engaged in Sifrei Musar. And to train one's children always to be involved in uh, Sifrei Musar. So that we were speaking about uh, last time, the importance of utilizing one's time on Shabbos to read and to look at uh, worthwhile material. Then the Gros says as follows. For if a child curses or swears or speaks falsehood, hit them. Have no mercy on them at all. So uh, we mentioned the fact that uh, in this generation, many G'daylam have already inc- uh, warned about the very difficult ramifications and severe ramifications that come from hitting children today. On the other hand, it does say in someone who withholds the rod hates his son. We mentioned uh, last last week that one can use words as a rod as well, although one has to be careful because sometimes words could be more harmful and more um, uh, could create a more uh, a, a deeper wound than can an actual blow. So Ramechel Yehuda Lefkowitz, uh, he was once asked that there's so many Mamari Chazal about how a parent really has to uh, hit a child, and today all the G'daylem all say that uh, it's not appropriate. So Reb Michal says, you know, every generation has its rod, it has its way of um, ha- of inflicting, so to speak, uh, punishment. In other words, uh, Reb Michal Yehuda would say that if a, if a child sees all the other children being complimented or or hearing uh, encouraging words, and they don't get that, so for them that could be the rod that is needed. It doesn't have to be a, a physical blow. Later on, as the years went on, Rav Michal Yehuda became more uh, averse to uh, to hitting, and uh, he was once asked, does the Rosh Hashiva hold that children should not be hit at all? And he said, look, I'm not telling you whether you should or not, but one thing I know is nothing ever was gained by doing it. Nothing good ever happened uh, from from uh, hitting a child. Now, now the Gros says something which is actually, uh, in a way, could be very pr- painful. And uh, it's a frightening thing. The Gros says that a parent has to really reprimand a child very sternly. Because heaven forbid, through a child's corrupt behavior, a father and mother will be punished very severely. In other words, a parent is responsible for the behavior of their child and is accountable and will be nanash for the behavior of their child. So Rev uh, Goldberg wonders that if you look in Toysus Yishanim of Sechta Yuma, Toysus implies, as does the Sugim of Sechta Nazar Dav Chavtes, that the mitzvah of Chinuch 
devolves only on a father, not on a mother. A mother doesn't have the mitzvah of chinuch. Even though mothers like to go to chinuch classes and mothers would like to read books about teaching their children, nevertheless, halachically speaking, the obligation of training a child rests on the father, not on the mother, according to many opinions. So why would the Gras say that a mother would be punished? I understand the father. The father did not uh, do a good job in being mechanech his child. But a mother, on the other hand, a mother does not have that responsibility. So, the Rav Goldberg says that even if a mother is not obligated in the mitzvah of chinuch, in terms of the technical mitzvah observance, in other words, a, a mother may not have an obligation to teach their child how to perform mitzvahs, but there are midos and yerushamayim, which, so to speak, take precedence to the Torah, which are derecheretz kadma Torah. So, Torah, they're not obligated to train, but that which precedes the Torah, namely good character, good good character traits, midois, toivois, and so forth, that is a mother's responsibility. And if she does not train their child, she will be uh, punished if if uh, she was neglectful. Now, the Gros says something very frightening. Even if a parent constantly reprimands a child, and the child does not accept. In other words, it's possible. The parent did his, his due diligence, and the child chose to to uh, go in the wrong path. So it's not the parent's fault. Everybody has free choice. Says the Gra, no. Woe to that embarrassment. Vahatsar and the pain. Vahabizoyon and the shame. In the world to come, it is a defilement to the parent. Now, the uh, Gemara in Sanhedrin, we find that Rabbi Akiva on the Gemara of Chavivin Yisurin said that it is possible for a person to reprimand their child. We find Chizkiah HaMelech, he taught Torah to the whole generation. So the Gemara asks, he taught Torah to the whole generation, he didn't teach Menashe? So how is that possible? So the Gemara says, he tried, but it didn't help. <laughs> Menashe didn't want to listen. So we see there's a phenomenon. A parent could do his uh, utmost, and the, the child still doesn't listen. Now, the question then is, if in fact the parent did everything in their capacity to reprimand and to train a child, is the parent still responsible? Because in one of the Perushim on the Yigeras Hagra of Rabbi Shayahu Yechiel Meir Grocher, he says that there are actually two ways of reading of this. Um, there are two ways of reading this Gra. You could read the Gra that you need to hit the child if they lie, if they curse, if they swear. Because heaven forbid, if a child acts inappropriately, the father and mother will be punished. And even if you constantly train them, woe to that busha, the parent will still be punished. Or you could read it as follows. No. You need to hit the child to make sure, again, uh, whatever that def- the, the, the generational definition is. One has to teach their child and not have mercy on them, because if heaven forbid they act corruptly, the father and mother will be punished. And even if the parent did their utmost, so then the parent won't be punished, 
but it will still be quite and be embarrassing in Olam Haba. So Rav Groicher asked uh, Rav Chaim Kinevsky that let's say a child is uh, corrupt. Hey, this is a good share for you to come. Come. Um, one second, I'm in a share. Say hello. Okay, but... So, one second. <laughs> one second. Where's my book? Where's my book? Sorry. So, or it could be read that uh, even if the parent does its utmost, nevertheless, they won't be nanash but So he says he asked Reb Chaim Kinevsky. Let's say the child asks, acts uh, improperly, despite the fact the parents did everything in their uh, in their ability. Maybe the the child had bad friends. In other words, let's say you send the kid to yeshiva, and uh, he could get into a wrong company. So it's not the parents' fault. And Reb Chaim Kinevsky said it's always the parents' fault. Why? Because they should have davened. They have responsibility to misfollow for their kid. If, at the end of the day, if the child makes the wrong decision, it's on the cheshbon of the parent, because the parent still has responsibility to daven. They asked of Gershon Edelstein, Shlita, what does the grum mean that the parent will be punished? Why is it the parent's responsibility? So Rav so Gershon Edelstein said, because if the, the parents are responsible for the child, that means they have to constantly daven with all of their heart for their children's hatzlacha. And if there's some kilkul, then lo hispalel kachal hatzairach. Now, Rav Voba in his uh, Sefer speaks about uh, the responsibility that, uh, that a parent has to daven. He says, look, we know that, that if somebody kills B'shoigig, they have to go into the Arei Miklat. And... When does somebody? When is somebody released from the Ari Miklat? When the Kohen Gadol da- dies. Why is it the Kohen Gadol's fault that somebody killed B'Shoigig, that, that they get to be released when he dies, as if they're all davening, he should die, he should die, he should die. In fact, the Chazal say the mother of the Kohen Gadol would bring food to the Hargim B'Shoigig so they shouldn't daven that for her son to die. But why is it the Kohen Gadol's fault if somebody killed B'Shoigig? So Chazal say because... He should have davened that under his watch nobody killed B'shoigig. Says Revolba, if a Kohen Gadol who has no personal responsibility to pray that people don't kill B'shoigig, other than the fact he's the leader of the Jewish people and therefore he needs to pray for their welfare, all the more so if the Rebbein Shalom entrusts somebody with a child, it is the parents' most basic obligation to pray, to pray, to pray, to pray. To constantly pray for the welfare of their child. Okay, we'll continue this Bezos Hashem tomorrow. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. Kaltav.